Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show on this Tuesday morning, June 28. Toby and T.J. back with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Uh, Let's start this hour by going straight to the phones because my man Richard's been on hold. I got to blathering last segment, and it's my fault. Richard, good morning. You're on the air. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it, Toby. Welcome back home. Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, several things I want to ask you about, uh, about the College World Series. And mm-hmm. probably the least important first, about the fan thing. Let me ask you, since you were there all week, uh, was there was the contingency from Ole Miss and OU, was there that big a discrepancy early in the, the week? No, not like it was in the championship, no. I would say... Um... You know, until the championship series, uh, Stanford had far and away the fewest fans. Then probably Oklahoma and Notre Dame seemed to be about even, more than Stanford each. We had, we had a nice, loud, pretty large contingent, honestly. It was impressive, I thought. Then you had all the SEC schools in Texas all had, you know, kind of tied for the biggest contingents there they, they had more than OU Notre Dame and Stanford but certainly nothing like the championship series like they just once Ole Miss qualified for the championship series it, I think it was a statewide mandate that the whole state come to Omaha well, so someone made a good point they came off the flooding air. in the, you're you're on the verge of winning something you know Ole Miss doesn't win in anything so you're on the verge of winning something and that yeah I think they all sent out the memo to their bosses and and headed to Omaha we were able to be there yeah. Sunday, and it felt like ninety-five to five. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say we twenty to twenty-two thousand of the twenty-five were Ole Miss fans. Yeah, that's probably right. But uh, anyway, the stuff on the diamond. I mean, uh, I'm really glad we went to the Sunday game, not the Saturday game, uh, because that was a much better game. And the one thing I haven't, of course, being at the game. You don't get to hear all the commentary and stuff. So was, did anybody ever ask, or do you know, what was going on between Michaels and Crooks? Were they crossing each other up? Were they just wild pitches? What, what was happening there? One of them looked like a cross-up. The first one was a curveball that Jimmy stood up on, like he thought it was going to be a high fastball, and it, it dipped on him. So that looked like a cross-up. The second one was just a slider in the dirt that he, you know, 
backhanded and didn't come up with it. Man, it was sure, you know, to have such a great pitching duel, it was sure disappointing to lose a game and kind of kind of give away a couple of runs there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else, Richard? So, yeah, that, this one other thing is a baseball guy, Toby. I don't know. Uh-huh. I think you'll remember this, but in the fourth inning, I believe it was the fourth inning, there was an at-bat by, uh, is it Erko? Is that their big hitter? Elko. Tim Elko. Elko. Sorry. Okay. 11 pitches. Bat, yes. What what an incredible at-bat by him, and what an incredible at-bat by Kate Horton. If, if you're a baseball yeah. guy, you almost could have yeah. gone home after that at-bat. That was beautiful. Kate ended up striking him out after uh just a plethora of foul balls the whole the whole stadium was on its feet by the end of that at bat it was so it was tremendous it was an unbelievable at bat and then right before that at bat i'm like man Cade's pitch count is just outstanding right now he had a very low pitch count and then all of a sudden you come out of that at bat and i'm like oh man look at his pitch you know that's a good point (laughs) that's a good point because you you fast forward to the eighth inning when he's at 107 pitches if that's a normal at bat, if it's a three four pitch at bat, you know he's only at ninety nine or a hundred pitches. Maybe you give him one more batter. I still maintain he wasn't going to face Jacob Gonzalez again. Um, the fastball was down four or five miles an hour. He, he was getting tired, and Jacob Gonzalez had already squared him up twice. I mean, he was seeing him good. He homered off of him. He hit a rocket single off of him. They weren't. He was not going to face Jacob Gonzalez, but maybe he faces Justin Bench. But uh, no, Richard, I'm glad you pointed that out because I'd forgotten. If it's possible for a, a fourth inning at bat where nothing came of it to be electric, that was an electric showdown between an elite pitcher at the top of his game and one of the best hitters in the country. It was fabulous. It definitely was. Uh, it was. Like I said, as a as an old baseball guy, I mean that's the most excited we got when he got that call third strike. Really, yeah. So, yeah that was good. Hey, it was great. That was good. I'm glad we got. The Thanks go. for going up, Richard. Thanks for going up. You bet. Talk to you guys later. All right, see you, buddy. Um, I got a mock draft in front of me, Teach. July 17. Is that what you said? I think uh, Sunday, July 17th, I believe, is when it begins, yeah. First round? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, two-round mock draft. Uh, just put out... Uh, this is put out the 25th, so Saturday. So this would have been before Cade's Sunday performance, Okay. I'm just going to give you the top ten, and then we'll scroll through for some interesting names. Uh, Brooks Lee, shortstop at Cal Poly, number one overall. How about that? A Cal Poly guy going number one. Number two, a high school kid, Drew Jones. He's an outfielder from Georgia. Number three, your Rangers taking a catcher, Kevin Parada from Georgia Tech. He's really good. Uh, Number four, another high school kid, Termar Johnson, infielder from Georgia. Number five, Elijah Green, outfielder from from, uh, high school in Florida. IMG, actually. Number six, Jackson Holiday. Kid out of Stillwater, Stillwater. right? Yeah, that that kid has been. 
on a couple of other mock drafts I've seen for the Rangers, the Rangers are very high on him. So there's a lot of people that think the Rangers may take him with that uh, that first pick. This is the lowest I've seen him projected. Yeah, uh, that's what Six. I was going to say. I think that Most is Most of them are too. top five. Mm-hmm. Seven, Cam Collier, third baseman, Chipola Junior College. Chipola? Chipola. Gavin Cross from Vatek, who we just saw going number eight. He's the uh, center fielder, the big left-handed hitter. Uh, Justin Crawford out of uh, uh, Bishop Gorman High School in Nevada, an outfielder going nine. And LSU's Jacob Berry, third baseman slash outfielder going number ten. All right, that's the top ten. Uh, let me scroll through for some. Uh, Jace Young going 16. I've seen Jace Young in the top 10 in a whole lot of mock drafts. Texas Tech. Justin Campbell, number 17, the OSU ace, right-handed pitcher. Uh, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, they have Peyton Graham going 34, which is a late first-round pick. They've got all these uh, extra picks at the bottom of the first round in baseball. Peyton Graham, number 34, first round to the Diamondbacks is their projection. I'm fine with that. The one I'm looking at here has him going way sooner, but to the St. Louis Cardinals at 22. Can't, we can't let that can't happen, have TJ. That. We can't have that. I hope he goes higher in the first <laughs> round, but we can't have him being a uh, – we can't have him being a Cardinal. And that's it as far as Sooners and Cowboys. Uh, this I'm scrolling through all of the second round as well. So, again, that was before the Cade Horton performance on Sunday. Uh, no Jake Bennett projected here in the top two rounds. Is yours a one-round or two-round projection? Or more? Uh, let's see me scroll to the bottom here. Uh, just one. And I don't see Jake anywhere in their projection either here in the first round. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Well, uh, Cade's going to have a lot of guys in his ear, a lot of people in his ear. And, um, I mean, I think you got to lean toward he's probably going to go. But um, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, what he has publicly said is, I can't wait till next year, what he has publicly said is, uh, you know we're gonna go, we're gonna get him next year. He has indicated he wants to come back publicly. Maybe that's just the right thing to say. I don't know. And uh, if he goes, man, I'll be the biggest Kate Horton fan uh, in his pursuit of Major League Baseball. That is a wonderful kid. Who, by the way, I don't, I don't think was feeling great on Sunday when he pitched. I mean, now that the thing's over, he kind of been coughing and sniffling and. I rode down the air, uh, uh, the elevator with him Sunday night after that performance. We were going to the team room, and he had a big uh, one of those uh, uh, humidifiers, like a Vicks Vapo Rub humidifier, mm-hmm. in a box. He was taken back to the team doctor, that obviously had been in his room. So I might have been like his flu game that he had. <laughs> on well, there were Sunday. a couple of shots they took of him in the dugout, and he would have his head down, and it looked like. It didn't look like a guy that was just sitting there concentrating. It looked like he was pushing through some things. So I was wondering about that on Sunday because it looked like he may have been sick. So I, I, I was wondering about that. I don't think he was feeling that. great. Yeah. Um, you know, you ever heard of the hotel flu? Mm-hmm. Going in and out of going the cold of, of a hotel. Right. 
There <laughs> was a lot of sniffling going on and stuff. So, but, but I've had a cough for like two weeks now, a little, uh, you know, nagging thing. So, anyway, we'll see what he does. There is good reason to do both. By the There's way, good reason to do both. He'll be one of the faces of all of college baseball if he comes back next oh, year. Oh, absolutely. And how old do you feel that uh, Drew Jones, one of the higher projected kids here out of high school, the son of Andrew Jones? All these guys that are getting drafted now that are the sons of players that it just seems like Andrew Jones just played the other day and now his son's uh yeah, projected it was a number baby two overall too, pick. Yeah. Didn't Andrew Jones break into the bigs as like a nineteen year old? Eighteen or, or nineteen, like yeah. He was very young when he when he got brought up. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um you'll appreciate this while you were gone. Eduardo Perez called some of uh, some of the games in mm-hmm. uh in Omaha. I think he bothered some people in, in hindsight. But <laughs> before it all started, uh, he <coughs> befriended Taylor Maples in the hotel lobby. All the ESPN people were staying in our hotel. And they set up a time to kind of chat. Eduardo was going to call the first game. They were going to chat about Eduardo was going to pick Taylor's brand about the team. I happen to be coming around the corner when these two guys are going to go chat. Taylor says, why don't you come talk with us? So I sat down. Three of us sat down with Eduardo and kind of went through the roster and all that kind of stuff. And at one point, he said something about Johnny Bench. I'm trying to remember what the story was. Something about Johnny Bench. I was talking about being a Reds fan and all that kind of stuff. And I, something about Johnny being an OU you know, fan. And he said, yeah, I, uh, you know, I texted JB last night. I said, you coming up, JB? It's <laughs> <Just> like Eduardo. <laughs> that's, that's the awesomest thing that you call Johnny Bench JB. You can't call him JB. Goes, that's Johnny Bench. He goes, Toby, you got to remember who my dad is. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I guess you can. <laughs> you were hanging around. You were, you were uh, hanging around walk the, while a big he was red catching, machine. Yeah. You can call Johnny Bench JB when your dad is Tony Perez. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Uh, 7.17 in the morning. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. It's the T-Row in the morning show on the ref. Toby is back home. He misses Omaha already. He's ready to go back. <laughs> I'm back in studio, the Brown O'Haver Studios. This hour brought to you by Saxon Royalty Group. $8.99 listing fee. No hidden fees. Same service you'd get from any other realtor. They just do it for a lot less. Call Terry. Ask you for more information. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, let's see here. Uh Uh-oh, we're we're into football season, apparently. College football is basically the USFL now with the built-in fan base. I hope BV's approach works, but sure seems like it's a, uh, just a money play for a top five-ish percent of players. Coaching will be important as ever these days if you can't buy the players. You know what that person's talking about That's kind of a random, no, no. Hmm, okay. I hope his approach is right as well. <laughs> I hope so too. I think he's talking about the <laughs> NIL, I'm assuming, and yeah. how that's handled, but 
Okay. Um, I don't. Just, I guess that okay. was just their early morning thoughts, and they wanted to get them out. There I don't you know. go. <laughs> yeah, we got them out there, and um, and they're in the they're in the ether now. Uh, Toby, what are your thoughts about next year's baseball roster? Who do you think will be back from Ooh. this year's team? Ooh. Okay, hang on. Let me pull up my roster here so I don't forget anybody. Uh, TJ, you got to help me go through this. I'm, Who? I'm we, oh, that's football. Now. Hang on. I'm, I'm on football. I'm going to click over onto baseball. Uh, hey, I found this website, okstate.com. I'm sorry. Inside joke. If you get it, you get it. Uh baseball roster okay you ready teach i'm ready you got it yeah okay let's go through this thing here let's go through this thing here mine's just not pulling up so uh say something real wallace fast. clark okay, i think is a guy that will be back uh okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go numerically you know, you go know numerically. some portal stuff that maybe i don't know so i don't know i may say something with one of these young guys and you may say I'm going to go numerically. You tell me whether you think he's back or not, and I'll agree or disagree. Okay? Okay. Diego Mooney's. Yes. I think so. I think he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Brown. Um, possibly. I like that. I could Great see him as a portal guy. guy. Yeah, but. I could see him as an assistant coach, <laughs> but he's not old enough yet. Right. I mean, that's the kind of, like, he, you know. Maggie Nichols' boyfriend charts the pitches. Like, just he seems like he's twenty-eight years old already to me. Jimmy Crooks. He's three years in, right? Ah, uh, mm-hmm. he's draft eligible. I'm going to say I'm not real confident in it, but I hope so. I would lean toward he's going to get. Drafted right. and go. Yeah, that's what I think. I would too. lean that way. Uh, Mason Lowe is an interesting guy because Mason Lowe is a very impressive athlete. And, like, when I watch his BPs and stuff, like, that guy looks like a player to me. But he hardly got on the field this year. Mm-hmm. I, he's a Mustang kid. I, I think he'll, I think he's probably a walk-on, and he'll probably be invited back to be a walk-on again. All right, Wallace Clark, true freshman. Yes. Back. He'll be back? Yes. Agree. Kendall Pettis. Back. Agree. John Spikerman. Uh, back. Agree. Gade Horton. We've just said we lean toward he's yeah, probably going to go in the draft. He's getting drafted. Hope he comes back. We'll be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. if he does. Tanner Treadaway is uh, out of eligibility. Sebastian Ordunio. I think he'll be back, but I wouldn't be surprised if he dipped his toe. In the portal? the portal, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be back. I think they love Baz, and I, you know, I don't know anything about what I don't ever ask or know anything about what kind of scholarships guys are getting or not getting, who's walk-ons, who's not. So I don't know any of that kind of stuff. But I think he's a really good team guy, and I I think they love his approach and all that kind of stuff. So. I think I would lean toward maybe he'll be back. Brett Squires. I think he'll be back. He's an interesting. He's a redshirt junior. Mm-hmm. So he's four years in. Big left-handed bat. No um, leverage after this year. I might lean toward he'll, you know, he. I, I don't think he's going to get drafted high at all. But if he gets drafted, he might go. Carter Campbell. 
Uh, He's only back. a sophomore. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. He, he can be a good weapon for them next year. Jackson Nicholas. Uh, back in one of the faces of the program, I think. Totally agree. I, I was standing – I actually introduced him to – or helped introduce him to Gene Stevenson when we first got to Omaha. Gene Stevenson wanted to meet him because he's a Kansas kid. And Gene was asking him about the year and congratulating him, and he said, uh, now stay away from that transfer portal thing. And Jackson Nicholas said, yes, sir, I love it at OU. I want to be here my whole career. So I don't know if he was just saying that because he's supposed to say that, but that made me feel good because I agree with you. I think he's your three-hole hitter and face of the program going forward. Uh I'm going to skip down to Aaron Calhoun. I think he's an interesting guy that could factor into their plans a little more going forward. Yeah. He was a true freshman this year that used a little bit, but has some promise, I think. I think he'll be back. I think, yeah, I I would agree with that. Peyton Graham. Uh, Peyton Graham is <laughs> cashing a <All> right. check soon. <laughs> Max McGuire. Um, I think he'll be back. But it won't surprise me if a toe's dipped there. I think he will not be back. Okay, okay. Jarrett Godman. That's all you're going to say on that, huh? Um, uh-huh. Jarrett Godman, uh, I'm going to say, is probably playing some level of ball next year. Redshirt Jr., kind of the same thing yeah, as Squires. Yeah. Um, if he gets picked, I think he'll probably go. Yeah. Keegan Allen's a guy, remember, that first half of the year we were excited about him and then he got hurt? He's been playing summer ball for a while now. True freshman out of Rogers, Arkansas. I don't know anything about his happiness or unhappiness, but he showed some exciting stuff early in the year. Yeah, I would lean towards being back. but As, Yeah. Blake Robertson. Draft eligible. Draft eligible. Redshirt sophomore. I'm going to say he's back for one more year. I think so. I think so. He had a he he had a tough final month compared to the early part of the season. And I don't know what his um draftability is. He's, he's there's some things to be excited about there. 65 Six, kid. 65 yeah. great eye obviously. Fierce competitor. Um could stand to have some at his size some bigger power numbers maybe i i like maybe him coming back uh Braden carmichael i think is it next year his brother's coming in Braden carmichael is just a great team guy and i don't know that he has a major league future i think if they'll have him back for another year he'll be back for another year to play with his brother i think it's next year his brother comes in david sandlin Back. Red shirt sophomore draft eligible. Yeah, um, I think he'll come back another year and improve his stock. If Kate Horton doesn't come back, there's your Friday there's night your Friday guy. Night if he guy, does, right? Yeah. And if Kate Horton does come back, watch out. If you got Horton and Sandlin, one two at the top of a rotation, whoo! So you think he's coming back? I think so. I think he could raise his stock quite a bit by coming back and having a huge year, especially if he is your Friday night guy. Slight lean coming back for me. Slight lean. That's a tough one. Uh, let's skip down here. Let's see here. Uh, Carson Atwood, intriguing guy going forward, I think. Only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, no? I think he yeah, I think he'll be back. Javier Ramos. Draft eligible. He um, might get taken. He might. Wait. He's a tough one for me. I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm going to say if he's drafted in the right area, he'll he'll go. I just wonder. I wonder. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I if just, he's drafted, he'll go. I think. I just but don't I know don't that he will be. I, yeah, I just he's don't. got he's got incredible arm talent. It's mm-hmm. just has not uh, has not been uh, accurate with it so far. Uh, Chaz Martinez. Oh, I forgot about Chaz Martinez. Um, There's another guy that could be a Friday night guy if he works with Skip. Yeah, I'm going to say he's back and tries to improve his stock as well. I like. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Jake Bennett. Um, no, I don't expect him back. Yeah, I he's think gone. He's gone. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know how we did there, but we'll find out. That's how we play back or not back. Well, seven thirty-two in the morning. Coming up uh, on this date, uh, not necessarily next segment, but at some point we're going to play OTD again today. We'll be back on this Tuesday morning. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. TJ, the Big 12 reportedly has its eyes on its new commissioner. You know, Bob Bowlesby's leaving. Right. Brett, your mark, not my mark, your mark, is reportedly who they want, currently the COO of Jay-Z's Rock Nation. Rock Nation, yeah. I don't know much about him, but um, he's jumped a couple of big jobs here recently, and he hasn't been there that long, I think only about two or three years. So he must be a sought-after guy because, like I said, he was with Barclays before that and did some stuff, and then Rock Nation got him, and now the Big 12's obviously heavily interested in him. So. When I think, it seems like a perfect marriage to me. When I think Big 12, Middle America, (laughs) Rock Nation, right? Without a doubt, Um, yeah. Sean's on hold. Good morning, Sean. Welcome to the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's been a long time. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing well. Good to uh, good to talk to you, Toby. And yes, uh, I would be worried though now that the Big Twelve is going to leave America, like uh, KD left Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. signing with Jay Z. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a cool picture you had, by the way. I don't know. I, mean, I don't remember which social platform it was on, but it was Toby. Or I think you were on the tarmac headed to the plane. That was pretty cool. Uh, summer officially. He's like acting like he has his own it. personal photographer with some of these. Kind of my that top gun good. moment. Yeah, that was pretty top gunish so, there, wasn't it? That was that was pretty cool. I, I give you credit on that. Uh, that was really Thank cool, you. actually. Uh, I may, I think I even hit like. That's how much it moved me. Atta boy. Um, I, I have two questions for you. Let's take them uh, one at one, a time. Let's do that one. And I'm sure this does happen, but I live here, so I'm going to ask it here. Is there any fan base that spends as much time self-reflecting and infighting as OU's does after any event? Hmm. I don't know. It's, I mean, does this happen everywhere, or is it just us? Because, it, I mean, that was a great run, and but you can't even enjoy anything. No. I'm guilty of it, too, I'm sure, without – 
just infighting immediately about what awful people we are well, to each other. So now, I, 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 I'm talking about yeah, the fans, not you. No, 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 no. I got it. But that was a pretty remarkable thing that happened this weekend. Sure. I, I mean, mean, you got it. Yeah, yeah. And it was slightly embarrassing, right? It was slightly embarrassing. Well, to, I would say that Ole Miss to overwhelm if, Omaha like that was that yeah, we got to talk about it well, a little bit. If Oklahoma, yeah, but we do it in every you know how we do it in everything. But if Oklahoma had never never won a championship and had never been to the finals, I mean, I, of any event in recent memory in my life, you're talking any sport. You're not even just talking any, baseball. Any, yeah, any sport, any sport. Yeah. Then yes, people would have probably forgot. That's a big school. I mean, so I, I think we're comparing a little bit of apples and oranges on that end now. But anyway, I just—it's just amazing. One thing united us, and apparently that's uh, gone. You know, that uh, has died down a little bit mercifully. But anyway, I just—it's it, odd sometimes. But this one is the one. If I've asked you this before, I apologize. But it came up again last week. With Arch Don't Manning you dare ask me a question twice. I'm sorry, but if they if if yeah. with Arch Manning committing to UT, which is big news, and I get the coverage of it, but it goes into the same thing. Why does the national media desperately want UT to be relevant? I get USC. That gives you the California market. It brings attention to the Pac-12. I get that. Notre Dame. I get. It's a national draw. But I don't. I mean. What difference does it make if UT's good or not, or, or relevant or not, or not? It's and a good question. And they push it every year. Yeah, it's a good I mean, question. I, just, I think the Arch Manning story is a big story, regardless of is. who he commits to. But, but you do make a good point with the preseason rankings every year and uh, uh, all of the attention that Texas gets. That there does seem to be a desire. I, I'm. Maybe it's just because of all the eyeballs that would come with it if and when that would happen. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you, though. But it's an astute observation by you. Well, thank you, good sir. Welcome home uh, and uh, take a little break. You've earned it. Thanks, man. I will do. That is a good picture of me on the tarmac, TJ. I should have put it in black and white. Dadgummit, why didn't I put it in black and white? Well, that would have really added a sense of uh, reflection to it, you know? Thoughtfulness. TJ! Yes! What's going on back there? Sorry, I was helping someone off the air with something, and they were apologizing for bothering me off the air with something that they needed some help on. So, Did you say Kevin or Devin? Uh, I believe he said Devin. Okay. Somebody whose name rhymes with 11 Devin, is on 11. Board. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Hey, I had a uh, question just <laughs> reflecting on the uh, just reflecting on the on the baseball game. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, would it not have been? I, I, this is hindsight, but I'm just thinking because Horton was right-hander. Wouldn't it have been better to bring in a, a left-hander to give them something else to to look at instead of bringing in another right-hander? Um, well. Perhaps if the next hitter was left-handed, I could see your theory there. But that hasn't been their formula all year. 
their formula, even in the College World Series, has been starter gets you six or seven, hand the ball to Trevin Michael, he slams the door. Uh, and it's been a, a successful formula for them throughout the final 11 weeks of the season, and including in Omaha. And you're right, hindsight is twenty twenty, But you give me, and I'm sure TJ would agree with this, Going into Sunday, you say, hey, oh, he's got a 2-1 lead in the eighth, five outs to go, and Trevin Michaels coming in? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I'll take it. Because that guy has been absolute lights-out nails against great teams. I mean, he made Virginia Tech look silly. And Virginia Tech might be the second-best offensive team next to Tennessee this year. Uh, He'd been... Lights out in the College World Series, too. So he's their guy. Now, if there was a lefty, you know, coming up next, maybe if, if that guy has particular splits that show he struggles against a left-handed hitter, maybe you go with a Carter Campbell or something. But I don't even know, man. In a one-run game that late, Trevin Michaels, your dude. I think you got to go with your dude. It just didn't what work is- out this time. I was going to say, so what do you what do you think happened, Michael? He just didn't he just didn't have it, or Ole Miss is really good. Ole Miss got a couple of hits. That's what happened. He he, he uh, they got crossed up on a pitch. They got a couple of hits. It's baseball, man. It happens. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. Same thing happened has happened earlier in the season the other way. Uh, Oklahoma State went to their closer. He's really really good. Sooners put a run across and beat him. Um, same thing happened in Florida. Florida had a three to one lead in the eighth inning on Oklahoma for a chance to advance to the super regional. They went to their closer. He's a really good pitcher. Sooners got him. It's not a game where a hundred percent of the time it's going to work out in your favor. And unfortunately it didn't go OU's way this time, but that was their best bet. Yeah, they, they had, had a great season. I guess the, I guess the sour taste in the mouth is that we were so close. Is this, you know, Ke- like, is this Devin or Kevin? Devin or Kevin? Devin, Devin, Devin. Devin, Devin. What was your favorite part of the regular season, Devin? Uh, favorite moment? I, actually, there was no expectations you know, I, I, I think most right. But if you had to pick think, like one moment of the regular season, what would you say was your favorite moment, or even the postseason? I'd say Helen, Florida. Okay, all right. And, 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 Thanks, and Gainesville. Yeah, that was special. That was fun. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Devin. All right. I don't remember what he called in at before, but I I remember yelling at uh, Devin about a season ago about something, and I lost my mind. But he has changed his name now, so that maybe agree I or disagree. Agree or disagree with my take? You're right. I said yesterday it was the one time I felt nervous about bringing him in there, and I don't know why. I just had a bad feeling about it, but. I knew it was the right decision. He's your guy. He was he was your dog. Like that's the dude you want there. And it just he just had an off night or an off afternoon. I mean, it's just it happens sometimes. And uh, you know, we talked about earlier when Richard was on about Jimmy and him getting crossed up on some situations. And it just 
but he's your guy. He, he has been all year long and has, you know, done so many great things for you in closing out games and in some games gone three and four innings for you in those situations. So, yeah, I mean, six it, innings it, one time, it, 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 six innings. He came yeah. in and, yeah. and Kansas and went six innings into the 14th without giving up a run. Exactly. I, don't even, I think maybe one hit. Listen, the only debate there, folks, the only debate was whether you bring him in to face Bench or Gonzalez. He was coming into the game. You couldn't let Cade Horton face Gonzalez again. Not that late in the game. Mm -hmm. He was obviously tiring. His fastball was down four to five miles an hour. He was throwing 89-mile-an-hour fastballs, TJ. Cade Horton early in the game, 95-96. He's at 89-90 that inning. He couldn't face Gonzalez again because Gonzalez had obviously had a good read on him. He was seeing him well. He had hit him hard twice in a row. So the only debate there is, are we bringing in Michael to face Bench or Gonzalez? The ideal scenario the ideal scenario would have been for that to have been a 1-2-3 inning and you don't face Gonzalez till the ninth. Then you could have got Horton through the eighth, potentially, if he gets a 1-2-3 inning, and then bring in Michael to start the ninth. But that didn't happen. The nine-hole hitter got a hit, and so then the decision had to be made. Now we're going to bring him into face bench, who's seen him for now for the fourth time, remember. They're going through the order now for the fourth time. And he had homered the night before. Or Gonzalez. That was the only decision to make. Kevin, good morning. Welcome to the show. Devin and How are you today? Good morning. We're good. How are you? I, man, I'm doing great. Uh, Toby, I had you here at the school in Minko about a year ago. I, I think I need to get oh, you back yeah. again this year. Yeah, so, great. Uh, hey, man, that was a blast. Thank you so much. That was great. Uh, that was fun. And um, I got blasted by some of my OSU people, but I said, well, I don't know any OSU people that have written a children's book. So I, but, Yeah, yeah. I can know. get you Dave Hunziker's number if you want to have Hunziker come out and speak to you guys. He's uh, a great guy. No, thank you. I know he's a great guy, but uh, – <laughs> Boomer Sooner, man. Hey, um, he says, forget the parents. I'm doing what I want. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I have my priorities, man. Come on. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. Hey, I, you know, I, I, I admittedly, admittedly, the last few years have not followed baseball real closely. Um, a little bit. I, I've been to a few games actually, uh, but as far as listening all the time, no, I, I would pay attention. Uh, this year, I kind of at the start of the season, I started listening. And uh, it kind of became addictive, you know. Uh, even if I can't listen to the whole game, I would definitely get in there and listen to a few innings. Um, and I think for me, Toby, you know, when, when they played that midweek game against Oklahoma State, I believe it was in Tulsa. I believe it was in Tulsa. I, I, yeah, that's right. Uh, I thought to myself, this team's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a chance to really – to do pretty well, and I had no idea they would go as far as they did. Obviously, I don't think anyone did. But, um, I think what came across to me, I didn't really, and I, I mean, not that I know any of these coaches personally on a personal level, but uh, Skip Johnson and listen to your interviews on, on the station with him, and then on, on the pregames and so forth and postgames. Um, that man is driven. He's very seems to be very kind of quiet, and he, he's not flashy by any means, and. He's not a media star, but that man is driven and um, highly, highly, highly competitive. I think yes. sometimes maybe he comes off aloof because he talks about hunting and fishing and stuff. That dude is extremely competitive. 
Well, I, I, listen, I was impressed. Thank you for your work this year. I've enjoyed it. I look forward to the August, our September and football season. And, uh, man, you guys do a tremendous job at the ref, too. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. How about that, TJ? A Devin and a Kevin in the second. Back to that back. Second. That's pretty cool. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you for a short segment. All the Evans uh, held us up that last segment. Trevin is on hold as well. We'll get to Trevin soon. Trevin Michaels? I'm joking. I'm joking. But if you would like to call in, he's yeah, more than in, welcome Trevin. to join the Evan party. So, uh, Man, I feel bad. Just, to, just one thing about Trevin. I feel bad the way it ended because he was like, he was on the verge of legendary status. Maybe still will be. We'll see. Time will tell. But some of those end-of-game antics were yes. really playing well with Sooner Nation. If he could have closed out a World Series, can you imagine? Oh, well, he. we described him as, you know, uh, like the Reds' uh, bad boys. I mean, I'd see, you know, he goes down yeah. in history. There's, Rob there's T-shirts being made of him and everything. So, yeah. So <laughs> right, It's I'm unfortunate, sorry, too, for people like Devin, who had not watched the game all year and tuned in for that one game and saw him w- with that performance. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a really good thing you weren't around last week. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Toby, Air Comfort Solutions yeah. text line. Will, will, the, will they be able to retain Reggie Willett? He has the main reason the offense and the running game look so good. That's from Jim in, the, uh, Jim in Arlington. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Reggie, his family's got the ranch. One of his sons is committed to OU, I believe. Uh, I think he loves it. I mean, I don't know exactly – all the details of what his role is going forward. And I think he's really, really happy. I mean, I I don't think Reggie wants to, like, move to USC and become the head coach or anything like that. I think he wants to have his ranch in Oklahoma and raise his family and be a part of OU baseball. That's the impression I get. Well, so. he actually knows how to uh, fix a brisket. Come on, why would he go to USC? <laughs> he definitely knows how to fix a brisket. Yeah. All right, we'll be back.